Hey guys, welcome back to the Fetting Podcast. As you can see by the title, it is part two to Ali's travels. If you guys haven't watched part one where Ali spoke about all of his travels to Europe, make sure you stop, go listen to that one, and then come back and subscribe, and then listen to this one where he spoke about all about Spain, him studying the language, traveling Andalusia, solo traveling, group traveling, how much it costs for all of it. You guys are actually going to love this episode. We can all open up about our travel experiences. I hope you guys enjoy it, and enjoy. Started, you went directly to Granada, is it? I or went did to you go to Madrid, Barcelona? I went to Sevilla. Mm. Wait, wait, Sevilla, where, Sevilla. where are you leaving from, by the way? Can we, can we know that? In Vienna. You're, mm. You've left Vienna. See. So you left there, bang, you took the bus to <laughs> Spain. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but it's going to kill me. <laughs> Anyways, so you've landed in Sevilla, yeah? Obviously, the airport isn't the best place to kind of get a feel of or grasp the situation and go, I'm actually in. Yeah, I'm, I know I'm where I'm supposed to be now. Yeah, like let me let me like let me park my roots here and mm. get ready for it and stuff. Yeah, but like, what is that first moment for you? Is it going back to the hotel? Is it waking up the next morning, taking the metro, and then rocking up to the mid the city center, whatever it is? Because I know for sure, like that one moment in a trip yeah. is the craziest feeling. I don't know if you've ever felt it before. Mm-hmm. What's this moment that? So I wa- get to I'll give you an yeah. example. I flew when we my first trip when I went with my sister to. Europe, the first flight, you know, got in the bus, got in the Uber, whatever it was, and ended up landing uh, in our hotel. I was wrecked, I slept, whatever it was, I wasn't feeling that. I was like, bro, there's no difference. Da, da, da. All I did, the guy, the Somali Uber driver is basically the same as the Somali Uber driver here, they speak the same. Yeah. SubhanAllah, I was like, yes, yeah, so it doesn't feel any different. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, you know, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Anyways, woke up, <coughs> took the train from Wembley Station to Oxford Street, to the city centre. And as you're coming out the tube, like you, you're walking up those steps and then you, like basically, it's like you've travelled. Now you feel like I'm in a different place. Mm. Yeah, it confirms it. Start hearing, hello, love, hello, love, you know, and all yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then you're tripping out, you're like, what? Like mm. this does not look like where I used to be. Yeah. You know, you fell asleep, you woke up and now you're in a completely different place. What was that moment for you? Honestly, bro, it was it was a bit of it was a bit of a surreal feeling. I was very sh- I was shocked because my actual plan is as crazy as it sounds, is that I've never been Andalusia, like the the south of Spain. So, obviously, I made this big decision of going right. Mm. So my idea was okay. There's three main cities: so Sevilla, Cordoba, and Granada. Mm-hmm. My plan was to stay one week each, okay. which I did. But I'm just pointing at how the idea was and like how crazy it sounds. Yeah. So my plan was to g- stay in one week each to see what city I prefer. Okay, yeah. Okay. So it was just like, it was pretty surreal. So when I got to Sevilla, and that was my first week, bro, like, when I got there, and I remember, like, dropping my stuff into my bags and stuff at the hostel, walking around the city, I was like, yeah, this is it, man. Spain's, like, so much more nicer. Honestly, like, in terms of architecture as well, compared to the other cities I went to, yes, they were nice, you know, seeing people and stuff, but... Spain's just a different world, bro. Mm. Mm. Like, especially the south, you see, like, the, because the people are very nice as well, but then even just the architecture and just how beautiful the weather is, I was just like, I couldn't believe it, bro. Mm. Like, I'm lost for words. I, I don't know how to explain it because it's just, it's something you've been planning for so long yeah. and you somehow, when you realise, damn, like, I'm actually here. Mm. People are speaking Spanish around me and stuff. And in the south as well, no, not many people speak English. So you have to speak some sort of Spanish or 
you know, get by at least because there'll be random people that speak English, but it's rare. So that was like, I think I started to get nervous, bro, because I started to realize like, okay, I, I have to speak Spanish now. Mm. I have to try speak because I don't know, like, for pe like people might know out there that like learn languages, when you're learning words in a new language, it's just random words. Like it means nothing to you. You're just saying like words and it's just like, okay, whatever. And then when I, yeah, it's like- You're it's not clocking English translation. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it's just like random words going in your head. It doesn't mean much to you because you're just saying it, whatever, because it's, it's foreign to you. And then it's like, crap, I've got to say these words and ask these questions to people. Like as simple as like, oh, where's the bathroom? Yeah. Like uh, obviously I'll, like, I'll Google Translate quickly because I don't want to make- The bathroom, which is? Double check. Donde está el baño? Back check. No, okay. <laughs> yeah. So like I remember bro, like thinking about it now, like how crazy it is. As simple as a question like that, yeah, where's the bathroom? You think about someone asking you that in English. Bro, I was like super nervous, bro. <laughs> thinking like, am I saying this right? Are these even the right words? Like yeah. this like this is mental like to think about yeah. like this is how much like you're overthinking such a simple thing, but because it's so foreign to you, mm. you don't know what what's right, what's wrong feel like you're just speaking gibberish to someone like it's just surreal man mm. and to be honest that took a while for me to get over that hurdle mm. because like it, how, how long would it take for a foreign language to become normal to you it takes yeah, a while for sure. yeah and plus this this moment that you've been wanting to or like this trip was all about spain yeah and you've been looking forward to it the whole this whole time exactly now you're here so you have like no excuse so it's like being in the moment type of thing as well yeah subhanallah what was crazy as well, like I was, I was shocked about the weather because I remember arriving like noon or something and I got to the hostel, streets were dead, bro. No one's on the streets, bro. Like afternoonish, like <coughs> time, you, could, you would say, until about seven people come out. Sometimes even eight because it's the summer. Like mm. a lot of people maybe aren't working or they have time off work because they have siestas. That's the abbasid effect. Yeah. <laughs> Interessante, man. So, yeah, bro. Very well, <laughs> <laughs> so that, that still like about the buses. How do you say bus in Spanish? Bus. Autobus. <laughs> it's autobus, literally. Autobus. <laughs> With an accent. Wallah. Autobus. <laughs> I swear to God. Why'd they make a lanka, yeah? Yeah. So <laughs> Robocop is copied Spanish. <laughs> so like these little like mm. um things about their culture you start to pick up on. It's like damn, I'm actually here, like you said, the London example. And that was just like thrilling. And I remember obviously I went out at night as well that night and I was walking everywhere because I was like, you know what? I'll walk and I'll see what's on the way. You bump into random stuff. And I remember, I'm not sure if you guys know, but in Sevilla, a place called Plaza de España. So it's like a Spanish square. Mm. Amazing. One the of the bridges? Bridge? Yeah, 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 it is. It is. You're right. Yeah, it is. It's on a COD map. It's one of the best, best things I've seen. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, yeah. ridiculous, yeah, I've bro. I've seen photos, and it's of huge because it like the waters are crystal clear. Yeah, it is. Things you've seen. Yeah, and it's bigger than you think. And I remember walking like, <laughs> what? Get your mind out of Algara. That's Gara in Spanish. No, I'm thinking about the Alto Gara. What are you thinking? Of? I'm just no, no, don't worry. Cod map, cod map, yeah. Keep yeah. going. Cod map with vibes, man. I can just imagine like the vibes, the nice sun, you know, the sip of coffee on the side. And also the concept of time's out the window. You know what I mean? Why? Yeah, it is. It is 100%. Yeah, the concept yeah, of time. Uh, tempo is just different. Because yeah, you would have yeah. been doing tempo this, Ali, as well, different. yeah? <laughs> <laughs> you would have been doing this as well. You would have, like, left your hostel and walked in a direction. 
and I'm guessing walk till you got tired. Mm. Yeah? yeah, basically, I was walking like 30k steps a day, bro. It was crazy. Crazy. I love that. Like I seriously, you stay out for a nightlife though. Oh, not a lot of the nightlife, you know. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 I love that. Yeah. Off podcast. <laughs> like I remember, honestly, because obviously before this podcast, I was looking at some of my journal entries. So I did a lot of journal entries. Handwritten journal. I did it on my laptop. Just yep, gotcha. Because I put photos with it as well. I, so I can I can look back at. And there was one of them I looked back at today. It's like. I was doing it on my phone and I was typing the journal entry 1 a.m. in front of Plaza de Spania. I'm thinking, bro. 1 a.m.? Yeah. That's crazy. Like, you, th- you, yeah. you know, when you look back at, like, trips in general, you think, man, like, that's a different world, bro. Like, how was, that ev- how was I even there? Possibly. It seems fake, like, that I was actually in a place like that. And you're by yourself at this time as well, yeah? yeah? Of course, Nobody yeah. else? Nobody else. And it was you the first still day. enjoyed... I did. I think, even, even though, like, man. I felt more comfortable from the first second, even if, like, speaking to people was nerve-wracking, but just being in Spain just felt so comfortable, just more relaxed. Yeah. Mm. Even like listening to the language, even if I couldn't understand, I was like, bro, this sounds... Eight, that's a vibe. Eight, I don't yeah. know what he's saying, but he's saying something. It sounds sick. so mad. <laughs> yeah. I, the time. I think you were looking forward to it for so long yeah. that you felt like you were, we say like living the dream. You felt like you were at home just because yeah. you've probably done so much research yeah. and like, this is what I want. And at that moment, you're like, this is why I came, you know? Because it's not a trip anymore. This yeah. is like life. Reality. I'm going to go there and just... Park myself yeah. And you're literally saying that's your new home. Like you said you wanted to move to Spain. It's not yeah. like I'm going to travel Spain. Exactly. Like I was 126 Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> oh. mm. That was uh, what, me? No. Um. <laughs> 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 a transition from home though, yeah? Yeah. How long you, when you, so it's your first day in Spain? Yeah. How long are you away from Melbourne now? Um, maybe a month. A month. Yeah. Did homesickness kick in at all? Because obviously... Self-proclaimed new home. I think because so much was happening, I don't think so. Mm. Honestly, because so much is a happening. Month is not long. Yeah, a month isn't that long. Bro, Asha for the plaza, bro. Which one, cuz? Who's <laughs> the plaza? What are you? Yeah, we're skin. <laughs> and honestly, the weather was the best time, like past yeah. midnight because mm. of the mm. summer heat. So from Sevilla, which is the first place you landed in, stayed in for a week. Yeah. What's so you would say the the plaza is like the main thing that you would say was like you would recommend people to visit or 100%. Is, there, is there anything else that you bumped into you're surprised by that you were like you know what i would go back there if i come back here again i need to see this plaza bro because all i'm thinking don't look, time, don't look rather go there and yes. be like whoa while i do that yeah that's no, way yeah. more important yeah we got to ask for people with the plaza and then they'll tell you and then you yeah. don't just el plaza are they, <laughs> are they correct <laughs> what are they correct Look, you should Google it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's the wrong plaza. Yeah. <laughs> this is dead. Imagine it's like someone's basement, bro. <laughs> what would be worse is like, yeah, that was amazing. Shows us. It was just some like <laughs> small building. A, a church. <laughs> um, another specific thing in Sevilla. I don't know. Like, I can't think of anything as specific as that. Because that's like. Maybe it's not a monument. Maybe what, what was yeah. the other thing that you. Uh, is is I think Sevilla up, is the biggest city out of the three it's Andalusia How about like nightlife? Is there streets to walk in? Is there restaurants? Churros Did you have churros there? That were mad Yeah, churros I had Did you have paella? paella. Oh, that's oh. what I had a paella I had the paella like Yo, what's the seafood? paella? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's just basically it's, it's basically a, like Spanish rice With either like chicken, seafood Have you ever people say like paella? Why does it sound like a dessert though? It does kind of It's got like mango in it, sign. 
Yeah, it's beautiful though, man. That's I only had it in Sevilla. Mm. But um, yeah. so S- Sevilla is the capital of yep. Andalusia, and it's the biggest, obviously. Yeah. Um, Did you get immersed in the history side of it, possibly as well? Like kind of because I was wanting to do so many things, wanting to study or work. Mm. I was caught up with so much, bro. Like mm. you kind of forget about it as well because you're traveling. You just, I think you na- naturally, depending what type of traveler you are, you you get gravitated towards that way. Mm. Just like walking around, just scenic views and stuff like that. Or if you're a history person, naturally you'll go towards that. Yep. So, Sevilla, yeah. So Sevilla, I was there for a week. Um, it's a very big city, though. Like in terms of trying to get around and see if you want to stay there that was very hard for me because when i was in one week of each of these cities i was thinking about a lot because this is like you want to stay here you want to possibly work or study there's so many things to think about you want to go see different regions because in my head i was thinking okay i've been to these places but what if i go to that region and that's like the best part of it i feel like i kept thinking i could be missing out on something so you couldn't really be a tourist because you're thinking like yeah exactly i couldn't it was it was it's a tough one to balance that out. You I remember before you left, you talked about Andalusia, how much, mu- how many Muslims it had. Mm. Was like, because Andalusia, as you said, three cities. Do mm. one city have more than the others? Like, did Sevilla, Sevilla have a lot yeah. of si- Muslims? The awkward thing was, like I said before, in August, most locals aren't there. So that was hard mm. to judge. But then even in general, I'll speak to Muslim shops, the owners there, and I'll ask them about the Muslim community. And most of the community is Moroccans. Mm. So... Um, the communities aren't that big though What they consider big Is actually very small I mean, Personally that's what I thought Because uh, you, you see also that the so-called main mosques as well And you know the, you see the crowd they, they get for Juma. It's nothing compared to Melbourne Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah Nothing bro I thought they would have had way more than us Yeah Because uh, what, what are we yeah, you t- But our, mo- our mosques are packed man <coughs> You know like yeah, they are, they are. Like But then know. also we, we probably assume Because there's Muslim history But then Maybe like you never know. Yeah, I also all of North Africa is there. <laughs> like yeah. Australia, like we're close to New Zealand. Mm. Yeah, it is, pretty, it is pretty random. Mm. Papua New Guinea, like there's no Muslim country that's in close proximity to Melbourne. Mm. In comparison to like okay. Sevilla, it's kind of on the the, the the on the south of Spain. Mm. South of Spain is like right connected to Egypt, and then you got Libya, you got. Um, Algeria, Algeria, Tunisia, Tunisia, Tunisia. Yeah. Demos, yeah. I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, you didn't say it. <laughs> 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 so, Sevilla, um, and then you but like, even the feel of going to mosques isn't the same. So, what I just remember now, just in general, like with Europe, Spain, or not, um, there's more prayer rooms than actual mosques, and that changes the feel of going to a place, right? Yeah, going to pray, going for Juma, feeling part of like a Muslim community, and that's what shocked me the most because most of the cities, even when I went for a day trip. One of the things I had to do was pray Madhuhur Asr. So I was like, you know what? I'll go to the uh, and I try find a nice mosque. I'll look at how they look as well. I want to s- like see a decent looking mosque. Yep. So I sit out, see if I meet anyone. Um, but they're mostly prayer rooms, and mm. of, alhamdulillah, there are prayer rooms. You know, getting the opportunity to pray, but it just didn't give the same feel. Especially, and I was kind of disappointed a bit. Muslims were here eight hundred years, yeah. and now there's just a musalla. Like Latrobe. Imagine that. So like I remember, like for example, randomly. Um, I think it was Prague. The only place would be like under a bowling alley and under like a games room, and there's music playing and stuff. Bowling alley. Yeah, like it's in a random spot, and that was the only place I could find off Google. Copenhagen, there was like some small alleyway, little prayer room. That's the only place. Mm. So you think about the struggle. Like it's hard yeah. to be a practicing Muslim and feel like part of a community. Hundred percent. It's all separated. It's like makes sense. Well super like disappointing. So these type of things you 
start to appreciate back home, it's like, wow, man. Like, we actually, <coughs> it's easy to practice as a Muslim, feel that sense of community, because more people, some people need it more than others, getting that sense of community, because yeah. maybe their household isn't as comforting as it could be. Mm. So those Even type of the things. the influence, bro. The influence oh, is time, important, yeah. you know, because like, Usually when we go to the mosque, we go to the masajid, obviously it's to kind of motivate us. You kind of, there's a different feeling when you pray in the mosque to when you pray at home, mm. you know? Big and time. you can kind of get that second-hand motivation from mm. other brothers that you meet in the masajid and stuff like that. But, like, is this the same for Sevilla? Is this the same for Andalusia Andalus in general, the Cordoba and and Granada as well? Like the mosque situation? Um, well, Granada had a big, a bigger mosque, which is great, alhamdulillah. Like it was actually, a, that was a, that proved to me the difference of a prayer room and an actual mosque. So they actually have a main mosque on top of a hill mm-hmm. and it outlooks Alhambra, which is Ooh. like surreal. Mm. And you know those type of things? Yeah. I'll, I'll just say, like because they open it up for the public, people can walk in and see because, so before you get into the mosque to actually pray, there's like a so-called courtyard, whatever, and there's posters of like, you know, dawah. People can read because there's tourists around the world coming to Andalusia, mm. so people in the public can come until Maghrib time, and it's only open to Muslims. Mm. So I remember speaking to Kareem. like the guy, I forgot his name, but like I'd speak to him and like he would recognize me. And then if I come later that night to pray Maghrib or Isha, he'll let me through. And there's people like wanting to come through, and bro, there's the outlook of Alhambra only for Muslims. It's like what the hell, little things so like that. Allah. Like, but then people yeah, like little crazy. things like that you appreciate, and even like. I just remember now, even the mosque, there's a, what's the word? Minaret? Minaret. Yeah. No, yeah, no, there's, yeah, so a small minaret, you can walk up, get the best view of Alhambra, nothing better. Mm. And I was there, sunset, and you see, so like, there's a, the word. That time you lost this on the SD card, bro. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, bro. I that got this. Okay. So they, the, the term, there's a term called mirador, so it's called like the viewpoints in Andalusia, whatever, like Granada especially. There's a main one. I can't remember the specific name, but it's packed, obviously, because that's the main one. That's the best view of Alhambra for the public. There's, like, music being played. And that's packed. It's hard to get the best view because people are sitting there for sunset because yeah. it's the best time of the day. Every day, sunset, it's always packed, basically. Yeah, of course, and especially wow. in the summer because yeah. it's beautiful weather. Are you on a hill looking at Alhambra? Are you from a low point looking up you're at saying Alhambra? saying the viewpoint? Yeah, always. Like the viewpoint's kind of neutral, like it's... It's kind of like yeah. you're looking at it. Yeah, like so it is beautiful. Mm. But then I found this minaret. Like, I didn't know I can go, like, open to anyone. So you go through the mosque and I went through up to the minaret by myself. I was thinking, bro, by myself, this is the best view you can get of Alhambra. By myself, it's like the best time of the day as well. Yeah. Mm. And that, and I'm looking right there. It's packed out. Yeah. And I think, subhanAllah, like, any Muslim can come right now, get this view. It's like, yeah. wow, man. I felt truly blessed at that moment. Alhamdulillah. So awesome and I could sit I could sit there all, all night. So just staring. The view is it into ocean or what is it? Into no, it's the like city? it's all hills and stuff. Ah, okay. Lumbra's like the castle. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And it's all like on top of a hill kind of thing. Yeah. It's like th- it's one of the best things to see in Andalusia, mm. if not Spain. So and after seeing all <coughs> these places, what was the one that you decided to stay in? City? Granada. I knew it. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> I honestly, in the back of my mind was was your like opinion of like how much you loved it. Bro, so obviously crazy. that sort of thing was stuck in my mind. My mum's opinion as well. Yeah. And then, bro, because I remember the so mug, so bro. The mug. So come so on, bro. The mug. Yeah, yeah, bad. The <laughs> mug. Yeah. So Sevilla was the first city. I thought maybe it's a bit too big. A bit, I might not get to meet as many people as well because it's so. 
um, big, you know, life tends to be a bit more busier. Cordoba is nice, but honestly, bro, it was way too small. Like, mm-hmm. it's only a city you'd stay there for like a day or two. Yeah. Apart from the big mosque cathedral, like it's half and half. Mm. Apart from that, and there's other few things you can go see. There's not that much. You only stay there for maybe max two days, and that's it. He didn't mean that, Raul. He, he loves <laughs> Cordoba. Oh, from there, he, yeah. lo- he loves Cordoba. He loves it. Carry on, sorry. So for me, it was too small. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Bismillah, I'll go. I'll go Granada. And Granada was just like right in the middle. Yeah, it's, it's not like that large. Yeah. yeah. And then there's like there's like a so the neighborhood near Alhambra is called Al Baithin. And bro, it's beautiful. Yeah, like this, like it's it's super hilly. Like it's a mission to walk to it. <laughs> yeah. I was still doing it every day because with some of the other students I was studying with. Yeah, and just surreal, man. Like because all the colors in Spain, or Andalusia, it's all that's all like white and yellow. And bro, just nothing beats it, man. Like yeah. you you know you know exactly how it is, and it's just like so surreal. Like nothing gets old when you go there. Mm. You find new things and just. The most simplest house or apartment can just look so beautiful to you. It's like, what the hell? Mm. It's aesthetically pleasing, yeah. Yeah, so, so I ended up staying in Granada. So I stayed. So once I decided, I actually ended up meeting um, a revert sister. Okay. Um, that's married to an English guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she's, she's a tour guide for Alhambra. Yeah. And so, I'm, so I met through... So the crazy thing is, my dad's mate in Vienna knew someone that lived in Sevilla. Okay. So the guy in Sevilla <laughs> was the one that told me about the locals, 70% uh, like travel in August. Yeah. And then he got me linked to the Spanish revert sister, the tour guide. So I went over to their house for lunch. Yeah. And that was crazy. crazy. I was thinking to myself, <laughs> man, I'm with locals now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of them. Yeah. One of us. One of us. That was beautiful, man. Like, so I got to meet her. She was telling me a bit about like the community. And that's where I found out a bit of like, it's mostly Moroccans. It's, it's not like how the community is like not as active as it could be. There's not many mosques, so it was it was great to get that sort of insight. And then even from there, she recommended me to go to, to a uh, language school. Mm-hmm. So that's where I decided to stay for two weeks. Okay. So I booked myself two weeks to stay at a language school in Granada. In Granada, mm-hmm. in the city center. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So that that was that that's was awesome, mad. man. Yeah, that's that was awesome. So, 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 so go ahead, no, no, go. No, 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 no. I was just gonna say like I'm just reminiscing about like how these opportunities arise. All right. All it takes is from my dad keeping a connection over the years and he happens to travel and live somewhere else and then the connects start from there. So it just shows the importance of keeping connections over time. Mm-hmm. And subhanAllah, when I start to think like that, it's like you start to realise I need to do this. I need to keep in touch with people. I need to even just leave good impressions with other people. Or even all. being open to speak to yes. random people. Exactly, yeah. Like everyone feels like it's... Oh, I'm gonna lose my ego if somebody rejects me. Let it go, man. Well, like it's true. Mm. Honestly, the, the the benefits outweigh the risk. Big time. I'll be honest. Mm. Yeah, like, thanks. how many times have we been on this podcast? Like, as as we've learned in recent years, having connections with such amazing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, if we were to kind of be to ourselves, saying we'll do this on our own, and being very like staunch about it, mm-hmm. where would we be? Honestly, mm-hmm. all the experiences wouldn't be as fun. You know what I mean? Like all these people we got to connect with. All these people along the way, man. Subhanallah, all this stuff only happens because you you have that 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 little openness, or that you know that ability to communicate and to say hello or to reach out to somebody. It takes courage, yeah, hundred percent it does. But just yeah, trust me, it, uh, it pays off. Yeah, well, you get a couple rejections, it's normal. But yeah, like there will be times where, oh, alhamdulillah, it didn't happen to me. But like it can it can happen. You meet up with someone, 
and then you might have an expectation oh this this guy's going to help me with a b and c of my the things i need and, yeah. and if, if it doesn't work out you're going to be disappointed there's no need to think like that like yeah yeah some things you you meet people and it might not work out خلاص it happens you at least yeah. get in the habit of trying and like taking those leaps leaps of faith and taking those risks you don't know what's going to happen bro exactly yeah, bro you don't know what's going to happen so it's crazy to think like if i go back to granada or if i know someone going next week i can say okay you can get a tour guide i know this person i can message him right now this and that it's like what that's insane mm. so like alhamdulillah man um so yeah the two weeks i did over there um inshallah i'll continue that two weeks wasn't enough because two weeks you kind of start your momentum and then need a bit more time to grow that momentum as well. But what was interesting about that two weeks there um, was that it comes down to you in terms of learning how much you want to learn. You can be in the best position, you're in the country, you're in the environment, you have to speak the language, but if, if your mindset's not right, then it's not going to work. Because there was other students in my class <coughs> and I could see, like there was one or two Aussies as well in my class. There was one guy from Melbourne, so random. What? Yeah. <laughs> should, he should have came on this app from Reservoir. <laughs> oh, Best podcast back in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, sorry to interrupt the episode, but our editor Ahmed told us that eighty percent of our listeners that come in weekly aren't subscribed, and as you know, that's not a good enough number. If you want us to keep posting episodes, if you want to share in the benefit, you have to make sure you subscribe. So just click that little bell, click that red button, and keep posting some good content weekly. Now go back and enjoy. So like. And I'm not saying him, but I'm saying in general, other students, I'll, I'll see how they are. Because language learning is not easy, first of all. Because mm. you, you sound like a little kid. You're trying to form basic sentences. Like it's humbling, yeah? Donde Very esta. Humbling. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that, bro. <laughs> All of us. Yeah, so like, but you see the way people react as well. Or how much people want to try and attempt to like make mistakes. Attempt to try new things. And I saw some people like, they, they were there, but they didn't seem they wanted to be there. Like, you know, you make certain comments like, you know, at work and stuff, you make comments like, oh, you know, it's Friday, like, I'm tired, man, like, I'm just looking for the weekend, those type of comments. People were making that in the class. I'm thinking, bro, you chose to sign up there, you don't have to come. I don't know why, like, you're you're talking like that. I didn't say this. <laughs> I love <laughs> like, God, But, like, you know what I mean? You're like, yes, yeah. I think because like, you, you made dreams about it, and then you go there, and yeah. this guy might have just been bored, so he goes, I need to kill two weeks. True. They can rub True. off on you, 100%. Yeah. 100%. They can rub off you, like, you don't. It's just a bit disappointing or just you think to yourself like... Because it's amazing to you. But exactly. to him, you're like, wait, we're in the same situation. You feel like this? Exactly. And then I've told people before I got here, I'm doing A, B and C and they're so wrapped. They're like, oh, that's life changing. Mm. This guy's doing the same exact thing as me and he's like not as interested. Perspective, bro. And But like some of them are from far places as well. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, come on, it just shows you like they have the opportunity to learn there, but they're just not taking it. They're not thinking they can learn that much not trying it's like that opened up my eyes man it's like damn bro so mm. you stayed in granada for the two weeks and then left or did you stay for longer than two weeks in granada after the course had finished so the good thing about that place is that it's very flexible there's a lot of classes different levels so you can start like they st- every monday you can new students can come in and enroll mm-hmm. they test your level um, they ask you basic questions and stuff like that and then they test your level then you can join you can leave whenever so it's, it was very flexible like I could go join, and like in the next next two weeks, and then continue again. Expensive, yeah. yeah. Um, maybe one twenty a week or something, something like that. How, how many dollars? How many hours? Yeah. It was only it was only like five hours a day. 
Bro, that's still 25 hours for 120. It's like yeah. five Australian bucks. dollars, yeah. An hour. Yeah, yeah it's oh for, right. for classroom setting. So 240 for you. Yeah. 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 Like if you save, you're only going, yeah. <coughs> no, it's, it's, I think Granada could have been the cheapest as well. And do you know how many, like, because how many levels were there? I think it could be all together something like that, six or eight. I don't know. Okay. And two weeks to do each one? Or oh, I don't I actually don't know specifically. Because even if you I went to level like two. Okay. So you were there for two you done the, th- the course for two weeks and you picked up another course, is that what you're telling me? No, so the thing is, yeah, I wanted to continue the studies, but then my f- my one of my friends, Joaquin, shout out Joaquin, Spanish river brother that lives in Melbourne. He's, he's a gun. He's never yeah, everybody well, knows him. Gun. He's actually a very nice brother, I'm about it. Mm. He's yeah, never been to Spain, the mainland. He's from there. He's from the, sorry, he's from the islands. Never been to the mainlands. Mm-hmm. And this opportunity is like, oh, I'm going to come to Spain because I know Ali's there. And I thought like, bro, my only Spanish revert friend living in Australia, I'm going to get to travel with him. Like, that's going to be awesome. I can learn on the way. Yeah, so true. once the two weeks was done, he met me in Sevilla. I went back to Sevilla and then we traveled from there. And then some other Did brothers. Did you the bus back quickly? <laughs> yeah, I took a bus. Good. It's good. And also, you're getting you're getting like I guess a view of Spain through someone who's speaks the language. And yeah. he's fluent. Yeah, yeah, he's, he was fluent. So he would he would let me like practice. Mm-hmm. You know, when we order stuff, and he'll he'll help. He'll jump in if he, if he needed to. Yeah. He'll translate for me if he if we hear something. It was like amazing experience to really think about. Yeah, and he's got family in Spain as well, doesn't he? Yeah, in the islands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's never yeah so he never been to the mainland. So that was like. It's so mad to even think about, like, to be able to travel in a country that, in culture that I love, and with a, g- a person that's fluent. Mm. So, and for the first time for him, mm. so it was okay. just as good. For oh, him. that was his first time to Spain in the mainland. Oh, okay, the mainland. Because yeah. the island is near Morocco. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, because obviously that's like two months into your trip, and we've heard a lot of traveling alone. Like, obviously, you went and met people, but you traveled alone for two months. Yeah. How was the difference between traveling alone? Actually, let's break that down. Because uh, um, before you asked about getting um, <coughs> homesick, how about feeling lonely? Did that happen frequently? Because a lot of people talk about solo traveling, they get really lonely. Did that happen frequently for you? Did you have anything to do to cope with it? The strange thing is, yeah, the times you feel lonely, or I did, was the, the, times, <laughs> you, the times you eat. Because that's like social things, right? <laughs> that's his that, that's his business. I had to <laughs> <laughs> so gone. <laughs> so like the the times I did actually feel Cut a bit out. lonely. I was like, oh, it'd be nice to you know have some friends or family here sharing mm. the experience. Is when you eat because eating is a social thing, mm. and I'm pretty sure it's recomm- like it's recommended to eat with people. Yeah. So it was very strange to eat by myself at times, but you know that's where you go out with people like from the hostel, other students. You like you go eat together. Mm. Yeah, so mostly just those type of moments, not so too often. You didn't get that lonely, like maybe the m- when it got difficult in terms of language barrier, mm. then that's where the uncomfortable, mm-hmm. uh, like just the uncomfortable feeling comes in general, mm. and then everything kind of piles on when you start to think a lot. I, I think the big thing with you as well, sorry, <coughs> is you always had something to look forward to, as in o- f- forward to meeting. Like you in Turkey, you met up with your mate from Jordan. In London, you met up with your mates. Then you left to go Sweden to meet up with more your cousin. And you met up with your dad's mate. And then in Spain, you're like, in three weeks, my mates from Melbourne are coming. So it's not like other yeah, people that go a year and they're like, I know zero people. 
Exactly. Yeah, so it was, a, it, was yeah. it was a lot different. Alhamdulillah, very blessed for that. So I was very busy in general. Because you think about even when I got to Spain, those weeks in the cities, I'm looking at so many variables about the city, I'm looking at studies, and then I got to start studying and then I'm busy with that. So it's like I'm always occupied. Mm. So it is very... Like obviously you do have those moments like eating where it's like you start to realize down being away from home for this long, but only that's when you slow down. Mm. Most of the other times I wasn't slowing down because there's so much going on. True, yeah, gotcha. If you occupy your time <coughs> with something to do, then you're not really worried about mm. anything. Because I know, because inshallah, if I ever do plan to travel alone, that inshallah. as as much as it as weird as it sounds, because I'm pretty much an extrovert or whatever, but I enjoy my own time. Like I'm conscious of the fact that like that loneliness. You know what I mean. Mm. Not and that's a natural yeah. yeah so it's like and I was going to ask like how you dealt with that all that kind of stuff but you didn't even no yeah. look I had to deal with it sometimes and I think journaling does help yeah because it's just the idea of getting out of your head true mm. because you think so many thoughts you have so many thoughts compared to how much you can type mm-hmm. so when you t- when you start typing or start writing it's a lot slower and obviously you have to start thinking a bit slower as well and getting it off onto a piece of paper it actually helps a lot so yeah. that did help me a lot with my travels why yeah. did you journal by the way it might sound like an easy question but just uh, I think it's a nice thing to look back on my, yeah. my parents recommended it gotcha because they did in their travels and honestly now I'm starting to see how why nice it is like in the moment I'm thinking like what the hell I'm typing about what I just did it's just a strange thing yeah. but then you look back at it now it's like wow I should have went in more detail I should have said this and that I should have taken more photos of where I was journaling from or whatever. So it's, it's very strange. Do you feel like a vlog could have done that better? Because <coughs> it's like video journaling? Yeah. But yeah. I think maybe with vlogs, depending on the person, you might vlog over vlog. Can't express your head, what's in your head as well though, yeah? Mm. You it's can hard. show what's going on on the outside, but it doesn't show what's going on inside your head. That's true. Well, it depends. You can do vlogs where like you... Speak to the camera? Yeah, like a speak to a camera type oh, okay, of vlog. Okay, so nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends what you prefer as well. Yeah. Um, you, you can easily over vlog as well. Yeah. And if you over vlog, then it's like you're not going to look at all that footage. Whereas journal is like one or two pages a day. Yeah. Takes you away from that moment yeah. as well. So it's like if you're walking, <coughs> in, I don't know, uh, Granada for the first time and you're vlogging it, yeah. then you might not get that feeling ever again because you're so worried about capturing that moment. True. Sure. So that, that did come up a lot. I was really thinking about my use of social media. Do I want to be this guy? Posting this and that, yeah. like, because you know that there's people at home not getting the opportunity that you have, mm. and you start thinking about like balancing that out because you can get caught in the moment. It's like, yeah, let me post a reel, let me do all these videos now because I want to do a reel for tonight. And it's like you're just gonna be stuck thinking about it all day, not just sitting there having those moments where you're not even touching your phone, just looking around, observing. Do you use your phone a lot? Like now, you looking back, you're the personal, g- like yeah. the tr- transport there, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to use the word bus. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why you were being so cheeky about that. <laughs> yeah, because that's like I know Sahel and uh, we've spoken about it. Like you can just waste time instead of going out. You know, hundred percent. Yeah, but you also had like you went to Spain to learn the language. So other people that go, they're just going to see the tourist sites. You know, so because you could, you could kind of feel your um, free time in language study and stuff like that. So you know, kind of keeps you busy. Very interesting. Yeah. You gonna say something or no? Because I had, okay, I had something. Um, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you was n- uh, you were chatting about meeting up with Wakin and some other boys, and then you got to travel yeah, those Spain. Yeah, boys as well. Yeah. N- um, before you left, 
We spoke about how solo traveling and the perks of it. Now you did both solo traveling and traveling with mates. Um, what well, do you prefer? What do you like? That's how bad it was. And it's going to get cold. <laughs> it's interesting. Because um, there's pros and cons to everything, man. Oof, like Seneca. And some, yes. yeah, of course, it's the greatest <laughs> answer to everything. <laughs> but because sometimes as well, you don't know how, or what type of traveler that person is until the moment, until you've dealt with that scenario. So it's, it is a tough one. Um, obviously, I, like, it, it's beautiful though, like, because I'm looking back now, sharing these moments every time I see these boys as well. True. Um, Name and shame. But it, <laughs> they already know they are. <laughs> <laughs> and he's complimenting them. <laughs> yeah. So... Honestly, if you can get if you can create that balance, it's good, because look, I did travel with them actually a long time as well. Like it could have been like a solid three weeks. And that's a long time. Very long Traveled time. Traveled like yeah. brothers. That happened last minute as well. And obviously, I loved it. So, um, I don't know. It's a tough one, man. You enjoy both, but maybe it depends on the location as well. If it's more person like a for a purpose, the old trip, so maybe study or work, then it is nicer to go on your own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but like again, like it is. How can you say it's not nicer to share the experience with someone? Yeah, true. On the other side of the world, it's it's such mm. a strange thing to say. Uh, I I'd rather share about like having by myself. Mm. I guess till the travel experience is taken away from you to mm. a degree, you know, because people have different <coughs> travel habits and all that kind of stuff. Exactly, exactly. And yeah. uh, I guess that's part of the learning curve as well. You know, that's mm. something you have to patience and all that kind yeah. of stuff. One thing I realized though, as well, traveling alone, one th- which is great. Is having to not having to speak to people, but the opportunity you have more opportunities to speak to people, new people, because you think about you're with friends, yeah. Like obviously you you chat to the guy, you say a few comments, have a laugh, whatever. But you maybe you're not going to chat with them because you're with your mates doing yeah, everything exactly. during your day. Yeah. You've got a whole list of things to do. Yeah. There's no need to chat to this guy or go out for lunch. Yeah. Whereas when I was by myself, I remember in Cordoba, I'll go out with like these French boys that I met in a hostel or something like that. Just random things like yeah, that. Yeah, the boys. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you wouldn't go out with these people from the hostel if you're with your boys. You'll just go out for the day and come exactly. back at night. Exactly. Mm. So yeah. you, got your, you got your peeps. Yeah. And it's, mis- yeah. it's missed opportunities at times. True. So you Turn up the oka. You start getting nosy. Hey, you going, guys? <laughs> of <yeah>. course, bro. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, honestly, yeah. you, feel like, you feel amazing as an Aussie. It's like, oh, from Australia. <laughs> oh, Ali probably from well, the well, like aliens, from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's so far. It's like, how long? We, bro, always always a question. How many hours? Oh, my God. Yeah, and you feel like a G. It's like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> just to get here. <laughs> Which is area or the uh no, no the come you gotta nah, be you gotta be deck. like chris hemsworth yeah you the never chris put you never put the area uh, yeah, i think yeah, never put the area if you put the area they'll be confused <laughs> no, like, no one understands the area except for people from the area <laughs> people th- from the area don't even understand <laughs> exactly the area, it's not even an accent bro it's just mixed 100 <laughs> percent. like i remember you know it was awkward as well I was, when i was standing in granada i'll meet the aussies they'll be like oh but you don't have an aussie accent i was like what are you saying mate yeah you know sheila yeah, man. Anyways, um, well, I reckon we'll yeah, I think food's waiting for us to eat. I just want to ask one more thing. 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 I just want to ask one I always have a question before someone's about to end the episode, yeah? That's good. Uh, I was going to say finance. I just want to touch on that real quick, yeah? Yeah. Was that something 
um, not saying how much you spend or whatever and all that kind of stuff. Um, but was that something you had to be conscious of? Like, for example, on certain days where you wanted to do certain things. Yeah. Or like, let's say you wanted to have a papaya or whatever it's called. Yeah, papaya. Whatever it's papaya, called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, did you have to double think stuff like that of in course, regards to like course. finance? When it came to coffee, I've, I've indulged a few times. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, of course you have to think like that. That's why I was intermittent fasting every day. <laughs> which helps yeah. like you have one meal a day like those type of things where you have to you have to be conscious mm-hmm. even though there was times where i thought to myself like i want to treat myself this and that i want to have something nice but then it adds up over time mm-hmm. like i never really i didn't want to look at my account because then i'll just i'll get all yeah, like, i'll start overthinking about what i'm paying for and stuff but that's why you make it normal the little decisions you make it's like oh i'll, t- I'll take that longer bus ride i'll i'll have one meal a day mm. kind of thing so um Two more questions. Go ahead. Okay. I got two more. <laughs> the buses have Wi-Fi. Yes. Okay. Second, which country had the best coffee or city? Vienna. Surely it's Vienna. Vienna's good coffee, but the cream's just weird, bro. Yeah. It gives you like that too sugary taste. Is that a frothy cream, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, frothy, yeah. It's way too, you know that sugary taste left in your mouth? Mm-hmm. That's what's left. And obviously after coffee, you want to feel nice and like True. start your day kind of thing. Elgato, bro. Get it best out. Best coffee. <laughs> I, I could God. say Spain. I would say Spain. Yes. Like, we're, we're from Melbourne, so you can't expect too much anyway. Yeah, true. But I'll say Spain because Lost. also you enjoy the atmosphere as well. Yeah. Because in Spain, everyone sits outside, for example. Even that little thing, it just it feels like a vibe. Like, I'll go into places, I'll walk in, there's no one inside, mm-hmm. everyone's outside. And then I was going to go sit inside, and my mate Joaquin's like, no, don't sit inside. No one sits inside. <laughs> but, like, just a weird thing. Like, there's no need. Hot or not, it's like that's just it, so. I reckon Spain was number one. Number one, beautiful. Just on the finance thing, because a lot of people are gonna listen and be like, I can't. Yeah, on the finance topic, a lot of people are gonna listen and say, I can't travel three, four months. <coughs> I can't go to five, six places. It's too expensive. A lot of times, it's time, like oh, in uni and work, I can't take it off. But how about like a ballpark figure for people? It's like you could do all of this for under ten k, or from five to twelve, or whatever. Then people are like, hey, you know, four months if you plan it right. You might be able to do more than you think. Let's say you a know? month. Let's say a month because not, not many people have the luxury of doing like six months or something. Like a three week. Might as well just use him. So yeah, yeah, what's no, yours no. and then divide it by... Just flights as well <laughs> to and from Australia? Yeah, like really like... You, know, everything, but everything you, you don't have to say your number but it's like if you want to... You could do it from six <laughs> to 15 because four months is a long time. Like yeah. even here if you spend 200 bucks a week it's thousands, you know? Yeah. yeah. I would say like for me it was roughly like six. Six what? Yeah. A month? No, like all together. Oh, that's that's good. This nothing. Yeah. Isn't it what you eat? <laughs> bro, I told you one meal a day, bro. I was intermittent fasting. Six thousand. And it's good. like you're by yourself. That's, that's fifteen hundred a month. That means you spent it like here. What's a, yeah. What's unbelievable? Yeah. What's, yeah. What's, what's what's daily spend? And roughly? I was studying. Huh? And I was studying. Like yeah, yeah. spent uh, more on classes. The buses must be a vacuum. Like, comment, and subscribe. What country you from? <laughs> Um, uh, that's class. How much a day, roughly, would you say? Oh, that's a t- oh it, it varies because it Scandinavia was expensive. I'll get ripped off here and there. Mm. Um, I don't know, roughly, I wouldn't know, bro. Because you think about like a meal a day, that's what, f- 15 bucks. Yeah. But that's elite. Even, even some days. 15 is elite, yeah. Because think about it, you're by yourself, yeah? You don't have to pig out by yourself, like in terms of eating a lot. You don't have to go to the most expensive places. I need to sit down with you, you know and talk I mean? to you about a couple of things. You can make it happen, bro. Yeah. Do you 
yeah. Especially yeah. like hostels and stuff. Mm-hmm. They were nice hostels, don't get me wrong. Especially the one in Spain was the best, best one. But you can manage, bro. Hostels are a lot cheaper. There's little things, little decisions you make. And when you make those decisions, it becomes normal. That can transform. It's everything. something as simple as if you go to a hostel instead of a hotel, that difference pays for your food for the day. Like, think about it, you know? Yeah. If you yeah, save 50, like, it, it could be. Wouldn't it be like 50 bucks for a hostel in comparison to like 150 for a night? Nah, hostels can uh, be like 10, bu- 10, 15 bucks, 20 bucks yeah. a day. Depends no the way. Depends on the city, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, there's w- there was one place I regretted going in Sweden, but then. Yeah, oh, let's talk off podcast. You do, nah, what, you do what you have to do, bro. You want to end it? Go for it. Tell them. You haven't been here for a while. Thank you guys for watching. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's it. See you guys next Monday. Inshallah, you guys enjoyed the app.